Real Presence Live. Religion has understood things about the way humans function long before science was able to prove anything. Local. It's always important for all of us to kind of look externally and say, what about these families? They are just like the Holy Family. They're experiencing the same persecution. Engaging. Jesus wants to be with us. I always think of that as at the heart of the Eucharist. Live. A mystery then of the rosary allows us to see a teaching of the church, but to be able to go deeper within that teaching. Good morning. How are you guys this morning? Yes. Good morning. From Rochester, Minnesota, the Mayo Civic Center here in Rochester, downtown. And we are broadcasting live from what is going to be this weekend very shortly Steubenville. It's going to, Rochester is going to be turning into Steubenville. <laughs> <laughs> and we do this every year so this is great to have them back. So uh, it's just a beautiful day here in downtown Rochester. It's sunny. It's uh, a great weekend I think going to be for Steubenville and everything that's going on. I'm Michael Goldsmith uh, here for just a little bit. I'm going to be doing more of the technical behind this uh, shortly but I'm going to be here all weekend for the conference uh, and uh, We'll be down here, so if you want to come on down, if you're going to be a part of this conference, just stop over to uh, the table and say hi. This is uh, my first Steubenville conference since high school. Is and that right? I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but it's <laughs> been a good 15, 20 years maybe. Yes. <laughs> you can do the math there. Yes. But uh, let's begin Real Presence Live with a prayer, shall we? You want to say prayer? Let's do that. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for bringing us to this day, this beautiful morning. We thank you for all of the wonderful things that Real Presence Radio brings to us, including letting us know about events such as Steubenville, Rochester, and the Holy Spirit, how he is working in the lives of young adults and youth all over this country, all over the world. We ask you, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to Help us to uh, convey the message that, that you would have us convey to bring even more hearts to you and to the Father. And uh, again, we pray through the intercession of our Blessed Mother, our spiritual Mother, Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace. The, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. sinners. Now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Right now we have Aaron, our production assistant, with a preview of today's Real Presence Live. Aaron? Absolutely. This is going to be a fun show today. Coming to you guys live from Steubenville, Rochester, right there in Rochester. We've got Paul George coming up, and he's going to be talking about what actually takes place during Steubenville. He is the MC for the weekend. We've also got John Beaulieu from Franciscan University of Steubenville. He's also going to talk about the conference and how it relates to the state of our youth. Then we're going to be having straight talk with Father Tim Buren, and we'll be praying for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. We'll also have Nate Reinhardt from Sonar Worship to talk about the beauty of music and how it lifts our hearts to God. And we'll also have Kevin Lostlieben, to talk about passing on the faith to our kids. It's going to be a full show today. It's going to be a great show. We're looking forward to it here on Real Presence Live. Right back to you guys. Thank you, Aaron. It's about four minutes past the hour. And again, we're 
broadcasting live from the Mayo Civic Center here in Rochester. Steubenville, Rochester is the event, a wonderful youth event. I'm Matt Wilkham, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, along with Michael Goldsmith. We've also got a special guest in studio, if you will. Yes. This, this uh, <laughs> for the vendor area has kind of become our studio uh, on location here. Paul George is uh, here to talk about this event. He's the MC for the weekend, Steubenville, Rochester, that is. Paul, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Can I say y'all? Good to be with y'all. Y'all? Where are you from? I'm from Louisiana. Louisiana? Yeah, and I'm enjoying the spring weather here. You guys got a storm bearing down on you, too. We we do have a storm bearing down. It's like 100 degrees down there, so... You yes. guys are complaining it's hot when it's like 80, and it's I'm like enjoying yeah. the spring. <laughs> it is nice at this well, time of Well, it's great to be with you guys. Thank you very yes. much. welcome. Well, uh, you are, as we mentioned, you're the MC for this event called Steubenville, Rochester, where we are broadcasting live from this morning. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about the upcoming weekend? What can, what can we expect? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, a couple thousand high school kids and chaperones will be converging right here in Rochester from from all over, mm-hmm. really, the area um, in the Civic Center. And it's a weekend conference to really help young people grow in their relationship with Christ and the church. And we're excited about it. Uh, Franciscan University of Steubenville has multiple conferences around the country, maybe around 17 or 18. Over 50,000 young people attend those conferences each summer. And Steubenville, Rochester is one of those. I remember when I was in high school, we had the Steubenville Conference, and you had to go actually physically to Steubenville, Ohio, right. in order to engage in this. And then it just exploded throughout the country. Yep. Can you maybe give us an idea of perhaps why these conferences have become so popular? Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I think when we look at our culture today, um, we're realizing that um, you know, young people need to be evangelized. Um, you look at the statistics of young people, young adults who are falling away from the church, not going to church, considering themselves non-religious. Um, this, the mission of the Steubenville Conference is, is to reach those young people. And a couple of graduates from Franciscan University in the 90s begin to take the conference or the idea of the Steubenville Conference in, in Steubenville, Ohio, to other sites. It's really how I got connected was the first off-campus conference was in Louisiana. Wow. And that's where that's how I got connected with these conferences. That's awesome. Uh, it's about uh, six minutes past the hour. And you're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham. Michael Goldsmith here as well. Welcome. We're talking to uh, Paul George. And uh, he's the MC for Steubenville, Rochester this weekend. The theme, which is Belong. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that a little bit, Paul? Yeah, it's a it's a great theme. I mean, we think of the word uh, belong, but uh, you know, if you really were to define that word in, I guess, theological terms, it would mean divine filiation, mm. to to be divinely filiated with the Father, to to know that we're sons and daughters of God, that we're adopted into His family, that we're His. Uh, it comes from the Scripture, First uh, John three one, where it says, "See what." what love the father has bestowed on us that we may be called children of God. And that's the theme. Like we're going to really drill down into that over the weekend. Hopefully that these young people will understand that no matter what distractions they have in their lives, no matter what um, their past, their present, their future looks like, they belong to Jesus. They belong to the father. They belong uh, to God, that they're children of God. And when we know our identity as sons and daughters, that's a game changer. It's a life changer for us. Right. Absolutely. 
because we don't define ourselves by what we do or what we accomplish. And it, I mean, that is the distraction of the devil. It's a isn't huge it? distraction, particularly with today's young people. And I see it even with my own kids is uh, social media. Oh constantly on there looking at what other people are doing comparing seeing how do i stack up to this? how do i stack up the latest statistic showed this that 90 percent of young people polled today said their number one goal in life was to either be rich or famous oh wow 90 percent, and i think that has to do with what they're looking at on the media and online and social media and they just they're just seeing the glamour of things and thinking oh right. if i could just be that then i'll be happy the reality is is none of those things make us happy it's knowing who we are in our identity Right, and how how we connect to the, the, what we are, the the image of God. Yeah. I mean, you know how that draws us in. Do we connect with that spirit? You know, continuing on with our gift of of the seven gifts from our confirmation, which is really tied in. I know not all of them that are coming are going to be confirmed, but right. I mean they're right in that process. Either have just recently. I mean, and pulling that in is is a huge. And, and their identity connecting to the Catholic Church. Yeah, and Church. if they haven't been confirmed, I would I would say probably the majority of them have been baptized. Sure, You know, yes. at, at baptism, we're claimed as sons and daughters of God. Our, our identity, we're adopted into the family of God. We're His. Mm -hmm. And so really stirring up that spirit of baptism to remind us of who we are. I remember when I was in high school and going to the Steubenville conferences, and I, it was a totally different feeling coming back. Uh, from when you took this, what was, I think it was a 16-hour bus ride out there. <laughs> right. But we had so much fun uh, both ways, but you, there was definitely a sense uh, that you had encountered the living God mm -hmm. during that weekend, and that bus ride back just felt so much different. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to take that which you received and inject it into your parish and mm -hmm. inject it into your community. And, and, and that's really the goal ultimately of an event like this is yes we have this mountaintop experience but we're meant to after we come back down off the mountain to share that with others is that right no absolutely and i think if we can you know we all know what it's like to to get away or go on a retreat or a conference and allowing these young people to kind of put everything aside and and just engage in the life of the church with the understanding that god's alive you know, we believe as Catholics that God's alive. He's living. He lives inside of us, um, that that the Spirit is still moving, Absolutely. that, uh, you know, God's not, um, you know, some sort of deist creator that created and stepped away, that, that he's active and alive in our world. And, you know, the sacraments show us that. I mean, the Eucharist. I am the truth. Um, I am the way. I am the life. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm here. I will be with you always until the end of the age. And that's really the goal of the weekend for them to experience that God's alive, wants to be in relationship with them. And yeah, certainly going home, hopefully they'll be different, but that's the challenge too, is how do they begin to carve out that space for God as they go home? Right. I think you, just one second, if we, drawing in that spirit, you know, to, to these things really help and move that forward for them. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And even if they forget it, I think, you know, a few years down the road or five years, a lot of these young people look back and say, you know what, I do remember when I went to a Steubenville conference and I'm going to reconnect to that moment and I'm going to start going back to church. And I hear a lot of stories like that uh, from young people. And we're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. We're talking with Paul George of the Steubenville conferences and we are going to, we have the privilege of, um, and Paul, you mentioned that you your first encounter 
with Steubenville Conferences was in Louisiana at a conference. It, was there any particular point during that conference where you kind of had this aha moment? Like, I get it now. This is clicking, and I want to be a part of this. I want, I want more. Yeah, th- there were a couple of moments. One is when you realize that there, there, it, that the Catholic Church Universal is bigger than myself. That we're a community that's that's large, and you see other people from other places come to worship. You realize, oh, okay, uh, this is bigger than me. Like I'm just not isolated. One, I'm part of a bigger community, uh, and then two, that that uh, God's alive and and active. And I think for me particularly as a young Catholic, we don't always understand the sacraments. You know, we think they're ritualistic, but, but, um, things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com. One of the things that I see happen is, let's say somebody's been listening to the radio and they pick up an idea, they then sit down with their friends at coffee or over cookies and bars, whatever, and they're talking about it, and that item, then they say, well, let's call Father and get a little, let's double-check that. Let's get a little deeper view on it. But also, when it comes to the events, for example, we have a group here, and they look at the faith, and then they move deeper into it. What is the reason for this? Why do we Catholics believe this? And as that group has grown, they brought others in, they've talked about it, they're reaching out, and it actually evolved into a street ministry where they stood down by Paul and Babe with a cart 
with some books, with some medals, with some rosaries, and they encountered people on the street. I was very impressed with that, very impressed that our people would move forward. Our Bible studies become stronger as people hear the word and then they share it with one another. We've been, it's been here for how many years now? This is our third year, maybe, third, something third, yeah. like that. And this was like a dream come true. Yeah. Yeah, a dream, truly a dream come true. I prayed about this and for this since I arrived seven years ago. And it came and we've been deeply blessed. And um, I, I can't thank Real Presence Radio enough for taking a chance on Rapid City. Yes. Right. And their chance has proven to be extremely beneficial and even more so fruitful for people all across the listening area. I hear constantly people thank me for bringing Catholic Radio here. I didn't bring it, I just prayed that it would come. And the Lord answered our prayers. And people tell me how much Catholic Radio, good practicing Catholics thank me constantly about how Catholic Radio has changed their life. Yes. And that's, that's a phenomenal thing. What a gift, what a beautiful thing. This is Deacon Gary Hager from Holy Rosary in Detroit Lakes. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Heart of Your Legacy, where, as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy, and Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Something that I find so weird right now about the news cycle is how fast this thing is moving. It's almost like a casino, right? So as we've been saying, you got to have that next hit. None of it's positive. None of it, half of, if not all of it's fake. And by the time we get to the end of the week, I mean, you could have had a major catastrophe like a shooting on Monday. And by the time we get to the next Monday, like apparently we've forgotten about it and moved on. Now you contrast that with the gospel. The gospel has been around for 2,000 years. It's been told to you know, billions of people. It's the same story over and over and over again. We haven't forgotten about it, and yet it constantly remains interesting. We don't need to get on to the next best thing. Uh, I think that's the entire mission of Real Presence Radio, is to get that out in a world, as we've been saying, that leaves you dry and empty. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. And we're back at Steubenville, Rochester from the Mayo the Mayo Civic Center. We're live here in the vendor area getting ready, helping to kind of kick off this wonderful weekend of youth uh, in, in involvement in the church and uh, stirring into flame that gift of baptism that these teenagers have received. Paul George, MC for this weekend, Steubenville, Rochester. We just have a couple couple minutes left. Um, we were talking about the weekend and what you're looking most forward to. Maybe we can uh, expound upon that a little bit more. Yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the church alive, the young church. I'm looking forward to seeing you know, uh, students really engage in their faith, um, come back to the faith. 
you know, there are a lot of students that come that are invited by friends who have never been involved in church at all. Maybe even, you know, we have a, a young generation of, of um, students that have never even heard about Jesus in a real way, um, have raised, been raised by families who don't go to church. And uh, it's interesting, you know, because you were talking, Father, about some of the fruits in your own parish. I'm sure one of those fruits is that kids begin to reach out to other kids. You know? Absolutely. And you know, it's wonderful to see and how they invite them to daily mass back at the parish or, hey, we're going to adoration tonight. What is that? A teaching moment for their peers. It's beautiful. And it, again, stems from their Steubenville Conference experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So th- those are some of the amazing things that you see and some of the stories you hear about from these weekends. Absolutely agree. Awesome. Again, you're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. We've been talking with Paul George. Thanks so much, Paul, for joining us today and sharing about your Steubenville experience as as well as what we can expect this weekend. Coming up next, John Bolio will would like to dive deeper into the Steubenville weekend and later have a question about the Catholic faith or want to stump the priest. This is the time to call in with your questions for Straight Talk. This is Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren right here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. We're live on a Thursday morning here at the Mayo Civic Center in Rochester, Minnesota. This is Real Presence Live on Real Presence Radio. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Buren, pastor of St. Charles Parish in St. Charles, Minnesota. We can definitely say it's live, even though it's Friday and not Thursday. How's that go? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We, uh, what a beautiful day, though, here in Rochester, Minnesota, as we are sitting here in the Civic Center. What a great day God has blessed us with. And Indeed. And uh, we're talking about the Steubenville-Rochester event that's going to be happening this weekend. We're privileged to be here to help kind of kick off that. Uh, and also, we were talking with Paul George, our last guest, the MC for the weekend here. And now we're going to be talking with... John Bolyu, who is from uh, Franciscan University of Steubenville, and take a, a larger look at the purpose of Steubenville conferences and how they relate to the state of youth in our church. Good morning, John. How are you? 
Good, Matt. Thank you for having me on, Father Tim. Good to meet you. Likewise. Thank you. Thanks for being here. And can you just tell us a little bit about your role, John, here at Franciscan University of Steubenville? Yes, I've been working for the Christian Outreach Office, which is uh, focused on the outreach that our university does for the past uh, 16 years. I'm the Director of Evangelization and Engagement and uh, help promote the conferences, help them grow, uh, work on site to help run them behind the scenes for the university. And it's been an incredible uh, experience being a part of these conferences. How did you feel called to this ministry in the first place? Well, I graduated from the university in 1989 and spent 15 years doing youth ministry in parishes across the United States. And when uh, the opportunity to come back and work for my alma mater presented itself, I just could not hesitate. I owe so much of who I am to my uh, time at Steubenville and uh, would do anything I can to help promote its mission. I love the place. Yeah, and it's it's a wonderful university, uh, dynamically Catholic, Mm, as they say. Um, and uh, why are these conferences specifically focused, John, on youth? Well, we actually have five conferences that we offer on our campus every summer for adults, but we really see uh, the need to help evangelize young people as being important. It does two things. Number one, you, it, it actually brings them into an encounter with the living God. You know, we've, I think we've lost a generation because we, we did a good job of catechizing but not evangelizing. You know, the, the catechesis, I would call that the evangelization of the, of the mind, you know, to know God, to understand the truth of God. But God is a relationship. It's a, he's a person. Uh, you know, Jesus Christ has come to, uh, to reveal that love. And we want young people to know that it's an experience of the heart, that God wants to, to live in their hearts and, 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 and receive love from their hearts. What a beautiful gift to hear that. Thank you so much. Yep. And that is that beauty often that is the doorway into a young person's heart, which then is the doorway into the, the mind, the intellect. And so often, though, with our contemporary culture, social media, folks uh, tend to, uh, I know I'm guilty of this, uh, just kind of walk around like a zombie, addicted to my phone and technology and I have good excuses for that, especially in my work, but I, I've got to remind myself, it, life is about relationship, and I need to allow God to break in to my heart so that I can be converted. Yeah, absolutely. I think when, what we've seen is uh, in cultures, young people have become more and more isolated. You know, The social media that's supposed to be connecting them has actually served more to uh, isolate them. You know, it's real relationships and it's not just you know i don't want to get off on a tangent here but it's not just young people in their phones it's their parents in their phones like the, you know you you go out in public and you'll see <laughs> parents on their phones while their kids are either sitting there on their own phones and i'm guilty you know it, it's it's hard you know relationships take effort and time and so to set aside a weekend for young people like at steubenville rochester where they can come and be together and be in the presence of christ in the eucharist and in in, in the confessional and and experience that love and making those connections is so vital to their formation and it's so counter countercultural and i think this is why it's so effective is it's young people it's like an experience that they're not used to having that just is it, it blows their mind away that they can actually feel the love of god and and realize that he's real and that that, that he's love we're speaking this morning with John Beaulieu of Franciscan University of Steubenville, broadcasting live from Steubenville, Rochester, uh, in downtown Rochester, a wonderful youth conference. And uh, we just have a couple minutes left here, John. Uh, what, are, what are these conferences and where they are directed say about the state of youth in the church today? 
Sure. You know, people always uh, use the statement, uh, you know, we have to invest in the youth. They're the future of the church. And I would only counter with that saying that they're the church right now, that they need to be evangelized. Uh, they need to be um, uh, taught who they are and, and, and have that experience of being formed as a child of God so that they can uh, embrace the call that God has put on all of our hearts to know him, love him, serve him, and follow him as disciples. And that first is coming to understanding that that his his great unconditional love for us it's a response so you know, we, we we believe that these conferences serve the church by bringing young people into a life-changing encounter with god and we see the fruitfulness in many ways one that we're particularly excited about is uh, every year we uh, the care institute out of georgetown university surveys the priestly ordinance across the United States and around 15% of the priests every year say that it was a Steubenville conference that really helped spark their vocational uh, journey hearing that call at a Steubenville conference and so we see that it's not just a flash in the pan but there is real fruit coming forth that is serving the church on a broader uh, uh, a broader way and, and we're excited about that. It's something about getting together with other like-minded people for a, a similar cause that gets you excited gets you pumped up. I think yeah. that's part of this right? Yeah, they need to know that they're not alone. You know that they're that the church is big. Uh, that the church, you know, that, that when they when they have their faith and they're in the, with their friends, they can feel like I'm the only one who believes this way, and it can be very intimidating. When they come here and they're with thousands of other young people that feel the same way, they feel empowered, emboldened, and grow in the confidence that what they believe is true and right. Awesome. Thank you so much, John, John Beaulieu from Franciscan University of Steubenville. A quick, uh, where can people learn more about the conferences near them? Sure. It's uh, studentvilleconferences.com uh, on the Internet. If you just Google Studentville Conferences, we'll be the first thing that pops up. And you know, you'll find out all about our adult conferences, our youth conferences, the other things that we're offering. Too many to go into right now, but go to studentvilleconferences.com. Good stuff. Yep. John Beaulieu, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. It's uh, about... 29 minutes past the hour and uh, you're listening to Real Presence Live and that means we've got Straight Talk with Father Tim Buren pastor of St. Charles Parish in St. Charles, Minnesota in the wonderful diocese of Winona, Rochester where we're broadcasting live from downtown Rochester at Steubenville, Rochester, the youth conference that's going to about, about to take place this weekend at the Mayo Civic Center. And uh, I'm Matt Wilkham, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Father Tim Buren is here to take your calls, your questions. You can submit those questions also on our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, and we will gladly get that on the air. But uh, right now, we're, we're waiting for your call at 877-795-0122. If you have a, a question about the faith or just something that's on your heart, on your mind, that you want to talk to Father Tim Buren about, he is here to take your questions, your comment. Again, the number 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. This is Father Tim Buren, and again, I would like to also hear from any of you parents or, or others that they themselves were students at one point at a Steubenville conference. I'd like to uh, even hear from you. Maybe you could share a, a grace moment and, uh, and ask us a question in regards to your experience that you might have had at a Steubenville conference. So regardless, we want your call in uh, 877-795-0122. Please do give us a call. 
I uh, have a an experience that I would like to share, Father, of being at a Steubenville conference in high school. I was so profoundly affected. About, well, John Bolio was just talking about 15% of priestly vocations. Those priests say that they were affected by a Steubenville conference. That's amazing. That's an amazing statistic. But it it doesn't surprise me because uh, I was in the seminary for a while, and I think it's partly due to my experience at a Steubenville conference. Um, and I remember one moment in particular during one of those conferences where uh, the inimitable Father Benedict Rochelle was there. And he was giving a talk, and then also later on in the evening he was leading uh, exposition of the Blessed Sacrament, adoration. And there was this, in the gym there, people packed in, kneeling, uh, worshiping Jesus as Father Groeschel was uh, carrying the monstrance through the aisles. It, 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 there wasn't a whole lot of room to, to move. But I remember him turning to me. You know, he didn't know me from the, the Joe next to me. But uh, he turned towards my direction and was blessed. he blessed the crowd right at me with the monstrance, you know, so Jesus was himself blessing me. And I just began to weep uncontrollably. There was this sense that I was deeply, deeply loved. And nothing could ever change that. A beautiful gift. And obviously, Father was part of that. But the real, the real gift of your tears was in recognizing that you were indeed loved by Jesus. And that no matter what, uh, the Lord was really being planted deep within your heart. And what a great experience to hear that. I, I really appreciate your vulnerability by sharing that because I think it is important for people to hear and again to understand that what these young people are being exposed to is truly a gift to allow them to live their faith in a very challenging world because when they are centered in the Eucharist, whether it is through the Mass or through Eucharistic adoration, uh, they find themselves growing in faith and that strength that they need uh, to be able to accomplish the difficult task of being a young person in the world today, you know, so... Absolutely. And uh, if you want to talk with Father Tim Buren, maybe uh, about a Steubenville conference experience that you had, or if you have a question about the faith or something else that's on your mind, call one eight eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Father Buren is here to take your call. Talk, talk just about anything, anything re- relating to the faith, or if there's something else that you'd like to um, talk to him about. One of the wonderful things when I hear other priests on the Real Presence Radio Network doing the same thing that I'm doing this morning, I'm very grateful for these priests because, again, they're are always those questions that we may have that we want to ask, but we're afraid to ask it. Uh, you know, you can again use social media to get the question or even, you know, to call in. But regardless, just know that when you have a question that's planted on your heart, it is very likely that somebody else has the same question. So remember, the Holy Spirit is always inflaming our hearts, really inspiring us and wanting us to grow in that faith. So don't be afraid of any question that you may have, because again, somebody else who is listening right now may have the exact same question. It's about 35 minutes past the hour. I'm Matt Wilcom, along with Father Tim Buren. This is the Straight Talk segment on Real Presence Live on a Thursday morning. We're broadcasting live from the Mayo Civic Center in on a Friday. It's a Friday morning. I am so... I've, have I been saying Thursday? I've been saying Thursday, haven't I? Because I was so used to always host, co-hosting this on Thursday, but now we're five days a week. And I have to remind myself, Real Presence Live is broadcasting five days a week, and, and it's a, a real blessing. But I've got to adjust 
I've got to get a, a, a different groove in my brain. I don't mind that you're saying Thursday, because if I had my way, we'd have an extra day for this conference. That's how <laughs> That's awesome right. it is. I could stick around another day. Definitely. Uh, uh, you're, the number to call to talk to Father Tim Buren right now is 877-795-0122. If you've got a question or a comment, you'd like to speak with him about a matter of the of the faith, like like Father Tim was saying, if, if you have a question, chances are somebody else out there is got that same question on a Friday morning. <laughs> that's right, that's Friday. Um, we, I just wanted to, real quick, uh, Father, I just mentioned that you are a pastor of St. Charles Parish in St. Charles, Minnesota. Uh, what's on Wednesdays in St. Charles? What's you've on got, Wednesdays? You've got something going on there on a Wednesday? No, that was an activity that we started this. As uh, long as we're talking about days of yeah, the week. right, right. Uh, this summer, uh, just actually a couple months ago, a few of us from the community got together and wanted to provide a family-friendly event in our local community. And as the pastor of both Holy Redeemer in Iota and St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, we wanted to be able to provide some activity, again, that would reach across the, uh, the aisles to all people. And uh, interestingly enough, almost all of the members of the committee happen to be members of my parish. But again, it's a great way to to do outreach and to evangelize within the greater community to share our faith and just really be real and who we are. And when people see us enjoying life and, and having um, having these great opportunities, uh, you know, just to be in the presence of other people and just to enjoy each other's company, others desire that and they want to be a part of that. And so, of course, then we invite them into a deeper relationship with the Lord and invite them to join us at Mass. And, and from there, it's amazing to see how those those relationships are formed and when they're rooted in Christ uh, and anything can happen. Grace is so abundant. Absolutely. And does, this, does this involve food as well? Absolutely involves food. So, you know, this last uh, Wednesday, we have it the first and third Wednesday of the month. And again, this is just a brand new program. And it's amazing to see how much they've grown. We honored our veterans uh, the last um, Wednesday, what's on Wednesday that we did the wow event. And it was amazing because we uh, figured there were, there were at least 600 people there. So, and again, with other small communities in the area having their uh, Independence Day celebrations, you know, it was just great to see that many people go. And I was blessed uh, by the Lord with a um, gift of music. And so I was able to share that as part of the entertainment. I was with uh, Garrett Steinberg from Mankato and we did what was called dueling piano. So again, it was just a great way to uh, you know, evangelize through that gift. And uh, it's county fair time now in Winona County and St. Charles hosts the county fair. And so uh, what's beautiful about that, again, is I was walking around, of course, in my clerics and, and witnessing to the faith, uh, the number of people that were coming up to me and asking questions or, or also just grateful for the presence in the community. So it is a great gift to see. And it's important for us as, as priests and others to be in the greater community, uh, reaching out to those that may have wandered or those that are intrigued and want to become uh, a member of our, of our community and of our faith. That's a great outreach, Father. And uh, you're listening to Real Presence live this is straight talk the segment where you get to call in and talk with father tim Buren. he's here to take your call we have bill from duluth with a comment about the steubenville conference and his experience hi bill hi uh yeah i don't mean to be a downer here i but i did want to say that um when i was chaperoning some teenagers who went to the steubenville conference back in the early 2000s one time some of the other people that came along were kind of encouraging the teenagers to seek signs and wonders, like, for example, being slain in the spirit, so to speak. And as beautiful as the Steubenville Conference was, and the speakers were, and the experience with the real presence of Christ was, and as great as Steubenville University itself is, 
I found that kind of disturbing because some of the teenagers sort of were pretending to be slain in the spirit, and then others who didn't have that experience were crying as if, you know, God hadn't chosen them somehow. So I just wanted to say sometimes I think that, can, that aspect can get a little overboard. Bill, that's a wonderful thing for you to share with us because it's important. Uh, clarifying question, was that something that you heard directly from the leadership or was that something within your own uh, groups or among other people? We're just, uh, I'm curious about that. It was, more, it was much more true of the group that I went with, so other adults in my group. And I believe that some of the teenagers already had kind of an expectation of these things from previous experiences when I had not gone along. So I think it's, it it's great bad. for us... No, Bill, thank you for that, because, you know, when somebody has that mountaintop experience, it's going to be different for each person. So somebody may have sure. that, that experience, you know, and, and, and it'll be different. And one of the things is, is that I've actually heard uh, a similar comment in the past, you know, uh, why didn't I feel this way? Well, you know what happens a lot of times is we fail to always remember this, Bill, is that, and you, you obviously will know this, and it's like speaking to the choir here, um, but... The uh, graces in many ways will come after the conference, you know, that uh, their hearts will continually be stirred. And so, but uh, I so appreciate you and your comment because, of course, that is, is not the direction that we want to lead our young people in, especially so they can have something that's authentic and not feel that they have to uh, put on a show or, or be somebody they're not. Because when it's authentically lived out, then, of course, the Lord does great things. And you know that, again, preaching to the choir. Right. Yeah, no, thank you very much for letting me talk about that, because I, I just think that the emotionalism that sometimes can dominate is not so much a, a Catholic experience, let's put it that way. Definitely. So thank you for that, Bill. It's a good, to, good to clarify that, especially uh, for anyone that's listening that is going to be coming to one of the conferences or, or again, discerning that opportunity that we, uh, again, we keep that priority uh, in mind and, and know the direction that uh, the Lord is inviting us to go. So thank you so much, Bill, for your call. It's very you much too. appreciated. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Bill. It's, thank you. It's about 43 minutes past the hour. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. It's the Straight Talk segment. You can call in with your question about the faith. Talk with Father Tim at 877-795-0122. Again, the number to call, 877-795-0122. As we broadcast live from downtown Rochester, the Mayo Civic Center, uh, Steubenville, Rochester. Now it's grateful for Bill's phone call. You know, one of the things that I try to preach upon in in the parishes on a regular basis is that one of the difficulties that um, Matt that we see with with people is we have a tendency to compare ourselves to other people and sometimes that can be positive but sometimes it can be negative so uh, it doesn't allow us to see how God is working in our own heart if there's this constant desire to have what somebody else may have that may not be the gift that God wants to reveal to us at that time and so it really takes patience doesn't it Matt it does and uh, we uh, have to be humble about it and recognize that God um, he wants to give us everything, but we can't always receive it. <laughs> he knows what's best for us at that particular time. And we may want a particular gift, but he knows that maybe it's not the right time, or maybe another gift is more appropriate for our the good of our soul. Because the salvation of our soul is the ultimate, it's the ultimate good. Definitely. Absolutely. We have another caller, uh, Tonya from Lake Park, uh, about outreach and evangelization. Good morning, Tonya. Good morning. Good you morning. A, you have a question for Father Tim? Yeah. Yep. So 
the kind of the case situation. Um, I have a friend who uh, is very, uh, very much um, secularistic. Uh, I mean, they, she she attends uh, I think it's like a non-denominational church um, with her family, but just her kind of outlook. She's a like really big into self-help books, um, but has a really hard time engaging in conversation about God and is not real comfortable. Like she knows that there is a God. But I don't think she sees him as personal or relational. Um, I have I've talked to her a couple times about that, and you know, basically, you know, it's like your love. Don't forget your love. You know, and, and engaging in conversation with her like that, and we kind of have this sisterhood going on. Um, but I know she's going through a really hard time in her life right now, and I just I wish I could just like give her a shot of God in her arm or something, and <laughs> like so she could like see that he's there and and that he could be that loving father to her that he is to me. Um, but I'm, I'm just kind of confused as to how to encourage her onto that next step without making it seem like I'm pushing her. Um, she wouldn't, I mean, if I asked her to mass, she would be like, no, that's weird. You know, so she's like not, she's way over on the other side. Um, you know, just kind of, there's a God out there somewhere. Maybe he cares about me. Maybe he doesn't, you know, so I'm just kind of and you're curious what you would recommend as uh, that next gentle leading helpful step to kind of help her to because she's kind of she's kind of winging it she's doing it almost on her own um and it's just it's just failing and 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 uh as a as her kind of in a sense of sister or friend it's really hard for me to see that um without wanting to do something so i'm just curious if you had any input on that Thank you so much for your phone call, because as we shared earlier, there are others that have this exact same question, similar story. So thank you so much for that, for that phone call, that question, and that inquiry. First of all, do not, uh, do not lose hope. You know, do not lose the faith and the reality that the Lord is still at work. And as a modern-day disciple, what uh, you're able to do, of course, is to pray for her. And I know you are already doing that, but you know, to continue to pray for her and sacrifice for her without her understanding or knowing that you are doing that. So maybe you can even find in your own heart a way to fast from something. Obviously, a lot of people will do something extra or give something up during Lent. Maybe you could fast for her on, on behalf of this journey that you're really inviting her to be more a part of because of how she, again, with the self-help books and how she is uh, going to one of these evangelical churches, which incidentally is based in psychology originally when they started, not all of them necessarily today, but it was it was based in that. And so there is a danger in that, that we don't rely on Christ. And, and yes, it is uh, shared that there is that desire to have that personal relationship with Jesus. But as you know, what a beautiful personal relationship to have with Jesus centered in the Eucharist. And of course, from your own participation in the Eucharist and from your own prayer at the Mass and from your own prayer uh, throughout the week. And again, maybe a, you know, some type of way to fast for her. So if you, if you love chocolate, give it up. You know, give it up for, for the Lord to uh, to enhance her own spiritual journey. And again, you got to love her where she's at. And you know that. Just love her where she's at. That's what Jesus does. He enters into the lives of those lost souls. And then we pull them out and we reach out to them and never condemn them, never shame them, but to love them. It doesn't mean that you love what action they are doing, but you love them out of that action. Sure. Any follow-up? Yeah, that any, makes sense. Any, any follow-up to that? Or is there something that I haven't been clear enough for you? No, I'm, it's good. It's a good reminder for that because sometimes I forget to that that even it seems like such a small thing, an act of sacrifice can be such a great thing. Um, you know, so prayer is easy is easy to do because it's like, oh, I'll just pray for her. But this, it's good for to be reminded 
to offer something up in that sacrifice. So thank you. No, it was great. Thank you, Father. Absolutely. And that intentional sacrifice, it's amazing, you know, and of course we miss out on what we wanted to do, but when we do that for the Lord and, and, and obviously it's done for the right intentions and specifically for this friend, be ready for something amazing to happen. The Lord is always in control. God knows what he is doing, so don't be afraid. Thanks so <laughs> well, much for your phone awesome. call. I appreciate thanks, it so Father. much. Absolutely. God bless yep, you on the you. journey. You bet. Yep, thanks. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you, Tonya. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. This is the Straight Talk segment with Father Tim Buren. And the number to call to talk with Father Tim is 877-795-0122. We have another listener question, Father, from Nathan from Chatfield, Minnesota. Uh, Wants some ideas to keep catechesis instructors from getting discouraged from teaching kids who are already well-versed in their faith and ideas to keep the classes more interesting for those kids. Oh, absolutely. There's always this pocket of uh, young people, if I understand, Nathan, uh, your question here, that um, because of, of different circumstances, maybe their own family life and, and how engaged their family is in their faith, we know that the um, statistics for those involved in faith formation and education of our youth uh, is a challenging uh, you know, time for us today. And so one of the things that I've noticed, because this has happened even in my own parish just down the road from you in Chatfield, is that uh, we we engage all of those young people by uh, allowing them to, um, one of the things that works out really well in one of the classes is that instead of um, having the same person always answer the questions or ask the questions, they uh, pull apart uh, these little sheets of paper and they invite uh, the young people to write down the answers to these questions and or they uh, engage them in different questions on the faith and, and they invite them to do so on a piece of paper because that allows those that may feel threatened or or not feel comfortable or again are not as engaged in their faith to be able to participate in the class and at the same time by doing so they are learning in as well so you know I, I don't want you to be discouraged because what a blessing you are first of all to be able to teach our young people today and it's such an important part we know from the sacrament of baptism that when parents bring their children to be baptized they are promising to raise their children in the ways of the faith to keep God's commandments you know as Christ has taught us um, by loving God and by loving our neighbor and they say yes at that moment, but they need the encouragement of you as those extra instructors along with uh, the priests and, and others within the community. So I uh, appreciate that uh, question. I'm going to stew on that a little bit more because there are other ways as well. So Nathan, um, appreciate your uh, your question on, on keeping that um, catechesis alive for these instructors so they are not discouraged by these uh, uh, these gems. And of course, we want to honor these gems. We're grateful for these uh, young people that are able to be more enlivened in their faith and really to uh, to remind them not to lord it over, you know, maybe even pull them aside and and invite them to, uh, to assist uh, in some way by, hey, you know, you know all the answers. Why don't you take a step back this time and let's encourage somebody else. So there's uh, several ways to do it. So I, I commend you for, for being open to that. And anybody who steps forward to be a, a catechist uh, has my support, uh, you know, in the, in the sense that it is not easy at all to, uh, to say yes, to make that commitment, to teach a class on a consistent basis week in and week out throughout the school year. But um, kudos to all the dedicated volunteers who take the time and the effort to do it and to do it well. One of the things we do in our parishes for our catechesis is we have two or three adults in the room um, 
because they can also play off each other. So uh, they can allow the other students that are maybe not as participatory to be more engaged as well. So there are different skills that can be done. And we realize, of course, that regardless of the parish size, you know, it's always difficult um, to engage some of the volunteers or really to get people to volunteer in the first place. But what we discover is how those catechists, um, they, they themselves, of course, receive much grace from what they are doing, and they themselves continue to learn as well. So what a great gift. Absolutely. It's about 51 past the hour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. It's the Straight Talk segment. Father Tim Buren here is here to take your call, your question about the faith at 877-795-0122. Again, the number 877-795-0122. About five minutes left in our Straight Talk segment. So plenty of time to call in with your question about the faith. And uh, also wanted to talk a little bit. You mentioned music. A little while ago, Father. Yeah, right. You have a talent for music. I have heard rumblings of this. Can you e- elaborate? I, I, well, I, actually, let me share you uh, with you why I truly believe that uh, you know this is a God-given gift, and I need to, to acknowledge that, of course, that all that we have comes from the Lord. When my mom was pregnant with me, in her womb, she would sit next to a stereo and play classical music. She didn't do that with the other six siblings, so I happen to be the only one that is involved in music. And I truly believe when I was being formed in the womb that this is where that that uh, gift of music was, was formed as well. Oh, so beautiful. Absolutely. So grateful for that, because I have to be honest, and and uh, my mom is not musical at all, you know, and in fact, uh, you know, she, of course, uh, participates at, at Mass. My dad is actually more musical, and he sings and whatnot, uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I truly believe that. So it's fun that uh, we got that one question from Nathan. Uh, he may not even be aware of this, and I'm not exactly sure who Nathan is, but uh, he called um, or t- uh, sent the message from Chatfield, but I'm in the Chatfield Brass Band. So it's called a brass band, but it's technically a concert band. And again, it's a great way to do outreach in the community. And and the local pastor there, he comes to the concerts with his dog, which also is a great uh, evangelizer, his dog and people coming up and petting and whatnot. So um, yeah, so that's a beautiful gift to see that. What's your instrument? I play French horn. And that's what I studied uh, in college. I was going to be a band director and I wanted to make myself uh, marketable as you would probably say uh, in the world, you know, to be able to get a job. So I decided to get a double major in music education with both vocal and instrumental. Wow. In case I would be in a small school. But uh, as they say, uh, God had a different plan for me and I was open to that plan. So very grateful and, and humbled to be called to the sacrament of holy orders. Well, thanks be to God. And thank you, uh, you know, for sharing your gifts, uh, continuing to share your musical gifts. It's, it's much needed in the church and in the world. And we have another question from Mary from Bismarck. She asks, how do you tell someone who remarried outside of the church and doesn't go to Mass that they are still obligated to the Lord and to continue that relationship? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, a spiritual communion or not receiving the sacrament of the Eucharist is a very powerful way for them to be, again, engaged in uh, the relationship with the Lord in the sacramental life of the church. So even though they um, may, for whatever reason, feel estranged from the church, a lot of times there's that that self-shame that happens, which is not necessarily, obviously, a good thing. But nevertheless, um, it's important to understand um, that everybody's journey is different. And so not to compare this person to anybody else, but really to engage that person. So Mary, um, it's um, it, again, it is important, as we have shared earlier, that to enter into that relationship with that person uh, and to invite them, you know, to invite them to the opportunity. And even though they would not be receiving the sacrament to have that spiritual communion with the Lord and really uh, their hearts are turned, you know, um, 
I recall earlier in a parish assignment, um, this was an early assignment as a, as a pastor, I had somebody come up to me who shared with me that, that um, she was divorced and remarried. And interestingly enough, she wasn't even Catholic. And she was interested in becoming Catholic and asked what it is she must do. And what was beautiful about that is, again, you know, there's this desire that you want to receive her, you know, right away into the church and whatnot. But there are those obstacles that need to be addressed. She was very open to those obstacles being addressed because that's what was going to make her faith grow stronger. And so it was a beautiful gift that as she was working on the annulment process and also discerning uh, becoming an initiated member into the Christian family with the Catholic Church, it was beautiful to see how that was at work so yeah that's great uh, I, and i just want to commend mary for having that concern uh, regarding someone else who is in a difficult situation being concerned enough with the state of their soul to to be thinking about these issues because uh, some people don't they, they allow themselves to be distracted or they they just don't care about uh, someone else's uh, state the state of their soul enough to really even bring up the the subject mm-hmm. yeah, but to do so in a charitable and and compassionate way is really what's most important um, you know it's it, it's it's great to be able to bring these things up but it's it, it, what's even more important is how you do it definitely absolutely yeah. Absolutely. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilcom, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, along with Father Tim Buren. Just a couple minutes left in our Straight Talk segment. You can talk to Father Tim about just about anything you'd like. Uh, and you, the number to call is 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. You, you can also submit a question via our Real Presence Radio Facebook page. And uh, we have just a couple minutes left. And Father Tim, I, I wanted to uh, speak a little bit about uh, how understanding the Scripture uh, speaks to us in our own lives. And, and also, uh, for example, like when it comes to, to, to Thomas, the Apostle, and uh, his, his doubting. I think we had a, a Sunday recently, not too, not too far back, where it was, uh, I know in the Eastern Church, it's called Thomas Sunday. I think right after Easter, they call it Thomas Sunday. And, and, but in the Western Church, it's Divine Mercy Sunday. But um, Unless I see the nail mark in his hands and put my hand into a side, I will not believe, but be unbelieving and uh, paraphrasing, of course, sacred scripture. But what's beautiful about Thomas and how many of us can identify with Thomas is even though we have not seen the Lord, that we have not seen his physical presence as he was able to do after the resurrection, um, there is that beautiful phrase, moments that we do doubt as well. You know, we doubt because of... We get that untimely phone call about the death of a loved one, or we we get that diagnosis of a medical condition that we were not ready for. You know, there are many different reasons that those challenges come our way, but those are the reasons, again, that we understand the, the beautiful call to Scripture and how Jesus is speaking to us today still through the timeless Scripture, and Thomas is an excellent example for us today. We uh, were talking about scripture, scripture, and we were talking about also Thomas and the Mass and music. And I can't help but you know bring up uh, the. Uh, I remember, I love to chant in during during the mass, and p- particularly the propers because they are kind of scriptural touchstones that remind you throughout the mass on what this particular feast is, or or just kind of bring helps bring you back, bring your heart back. To, okay, what is it we're doing here? And those those scripture references then get embedded over time in you. Amen to that. And it's a beautiful thing. 
So thank you so much for all who called in and wrote in for our Straight Talk segment with Father Tim Buren. Uh, we are going to be uh, also, well, I'll remind you that this segment is on at 9.30 Central Time every Monday through Friday. Nate Reinhardt next on Real Presence Live. Stay tuned for more. That's up next. 